This is the Talent Code Profile podcast. This is on the third quarter of life. It's called Significance. This is part one. Well, thank you for joining us on the Talent Code Profile podcast. Talent Code Profile, a profiling system that helps you find out your passions and purpose in life. And, and, and Jim Riefenberger is the developer of Talent Code Profile. And Jim, as we've talked about, in life, we have these hurdles that we're going through. The first quarter, what am I supposed to do? The second quarter is a lot about relationships when people are having kids and they're, and they're marriage and they're working together. I want to talk about this third quarter and this yearning for significance. And I just want to lay out a service that I do fairly commonly. And when I say service, I am a uh, person who does uh, funerals, about 50 of them a year. And the phone will ring and somebody will say, "Uh, Jeff, I got a good time, Charlie, for you. And that's a code name and I know exactly what's going on. A good time Charlie is a guy who's well-liked. He doesn't have any real passions or hobbies. He doesn't really have many close relationships. He's usually been divorced a couple of different times. There seems to be some sort of a disconnect between him and his children. He has a lot of people who he hangs out with, And they do kind of light stuff. You know, they drink or socialize. And at the end of the day, there's this kind of a longing that's there among his survivors that I guess I figured out is a yearning for significance. Yeah, Jeff, I think you and I have talked about this third quarter. I mean, it's that time in life where you've worked enough, you've you started having a family, you're getting older, you're trying to figure out as if, is the work that I'm doing and the path I'm on, is that making, adding meaning and connection and changing the world to any degree? It's kind of a midlife crisis is a word we would say, and it's not really about convertibles or sports cars or getting another marriage. It's about like, is this all? Yes, because you're starting to look at your life as it, comes into the fourth quarter and you realize as, as the time runs out, you know, what's it going to look like for me? Uh, Jeff, what do you, when you say significance, we know that this isn't something that you achieve something and therefore you check the box. It's a feeling of joy given back to you. How do you, how do you see that? It can't, it's not like you can go buy it. You can't go to the store and say, I need some significance I want instantly people to just acknowledge that I'm significant and here's some money. It has to be given to you by other people. They have to be the ones who come to you and say, you are significant. And that means relationships. That means others have to think enough of you that they say you're significant. When you do your workshops, and you're talking to people in the third quarter. Walk me through how that works and how you get them to that point of, of finding what their significance might be. Yeah, great question. And I just want to separate the two. When you go to talentcodeprofile.com and take the and get your profile, you have a tool in front of you that 
has a ton of information there, but usually it, it kind of just goes, oh, that's, that's very much like me, and it might be sidestepped. A workshop is, is about you. It's a day for you. It's a, it's a day of one quarter of your life to discover, like, and answer the questions and get past the stickiness. Mm-hmm. I think people th- tell me that they think a lot. They have problems, and they think, and they tell me they watch TV shows to quit thinking, and I know this problem might come up in my life, and I don't want to think about it. Worrying and thinking are not what the workshop is. The workshop takes you through a process using your profile to begin with. Then we look into spiritual gifts and passions uniquely. We pull out and and sort of dream a little, think back, and then we work through the tough stuff. We think through, boy, what is the real fear there? What is the next hurdle I have? How do I get past that? And then we do that in community to where it's it's kind of engaging. We learn from the people across the table. And we learn as we're being coached right there. It It's almost like, you're like, gosh, I should have done that a long time ago. When you say fear, I think that really is the linchpin, isn't it? Because I think all of us maybe desire significance, but immediately they say, yeah, but I can't fill in the blank because... I don't have the money, I don't have the support, I don't have the self-confidence, whatever. And maybe that is manifested in procrastination or I'll do it tomorrow or this is a dumb idea. But however it's manifested, it's not going to result in me changing unless I face those fears. What what were some of the fears that you saw in people? Well, in this process... One of the, the fear part, you'll be asked these questions, but there there's several on the sheet. But um, there's fear of the unknown. You process a ton of thoughts and worry about what could go wrong or happen. You worry about rejection from others and not fitting in. You worry your whole life that you're not smart enough or you're unqualified. You're afraid to fail. Um, you may fear losing someone else or getting someone sick. Uh, you may have fear of poor health that you don't have the you're uncomfortable in physical situations. You may not want to be criticized. You maybe have fear of poverty that when financial things go bad, you have negative thoughts. A lot of times, these are fears that happen when you're a little kid. You talked about poverty. Tell me about that guy who is worried about being broke and how, on the one hand, you say this is impossible, but it's very real to him. So I I worked with his team, and, and he is very intelligent and strategic he's a developer he uses that gift to solve problems every day that's his profile he's a developer okay and we were meeting with his main team as we moved into another year and i asked them to to take through this fear list and i and i asked them just to share their top two and his was the fear of poverty and uh and then the next one for him was he wasn't smart enough now i've known him for a long time and he he's brilliant but where that still sticks is that as he tries to go to the next step and let go and let guys take over more so he can remove himself from this equation a little bit, is that it always comes back to, well, if something went wrong financially, then then what? But that happened because when he was a kid, you know, he had to pretty much be raised by his grandma, and there's a lot of challenges there. But I think the truth here is is those fears don't go away, but, but you re assess them you can make changes in your conversation changes in your goals to have a life of significance so it's like 
the fears are still there, but when you look at them with an adult mind, you can say, these are fears, but they're not really realistic. And that reframing, I think, is a helpful part of it. Certainly, it's been in my journey. So if I'm listening, I'm interested in this concept of finding my significance. Jim, give me some options on how I can use either you or Talent Code Profile or a workshop. Okay, you can always take the Talent Code Profile assessment at talentcodeprofile.com. Or if you're interested in a workshop, just drop me a note at info at talentcodeprofile.com and we'll get you the dates and times. That's info at talentcodeprofile.com and just put in the subject line workshop and then Jim will get back in touch with you. With the creator of the Talent Code Profile, I'm Jeff Gould. I'm Jim Riefenberger. God bless. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.